0: I think I have a beef with this week. I have an issue with the first week of May because it's Cinco de Mayo always falls in the first week of May, right? Mm -hmm. We also have Nurses Appreciation Day. That's today. Tuesday was Teacher Appreciation Day. Tuesday was also Firefighter Appreciation Day. And this coming Sunday is Mother's Day.
1: Like it's too much, too many good things in one week.
0: Yes. Why is that's it?
1: quite a complaint.
0: Why? <laughs> yeah, that's my complaint. That's my upside complaint. There's too much goodness crammed into one week when it should all be spread out. And especially I think um, for nurses, teachers, in, and moms, because Uh, And firefighters, like I'm taking Cinco de Mayo out of it. I don't know why I listed all of those instead of just saying disregard Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is what it is. But for nurses, teachers, moms, and firefighters, like you all deserve your own full week. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be sharing that with other people. And there's going to be a lot of cases where there's going to be moms who are firefighters, moms who are teachers, and moms who are uh, nurses.
1: What about moms who are firefighting teachers?
0: that could be something too. It's possible.
1: Moms that teach firefighters.
0: Moms that are nurses and firefighters. Mm -hmm. Whatever. My point is, why aren't we spreading out this celebration? Why aren't we giving each one of these categories of super important people their own week with like a buffer week in between? I don't know. So. I don't know. If you are a nurse, uh, thank you. For, for being a nurse, if you've ever had to spend time in a hospital or had, had to go visit a loved one at the hospital, you know that nurses are the engine that keep that car moving.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And they're the ones like, obviously, there are certain things that you need to discuss with your doctor. You need to discuss with your surgeon. You need to discuss with the, the on-call doctor. But- if you'd want the answer, you know, you go to the nurse, mm-hmm. right? You start with the nurse and then uh, she'll give you the answer that the doctor's probably going to give. And then, you know, the doctor shows up four hours later and you're like, yeah, I already knew that. So yeah. um, anyways, thank you, nurses. I'm sorry that your week is crammed in here with all these other weeks, all these other holidays. You uh, You deserve your own week. So do you, moms. So do you, firefighters. And I'm probably leaving something out.
1: So do you, teachers. So do
0: you, teachers. And I'm probably leaving... Probably national, you know, balloon artist day or something, too.
1: The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for dogs, and specifically dogs who are in tune with human feelings.
1: Are you referring to the dog sitting at my right right now, my emotional support pot cake?
0: Yeah, Callie's still struggling to get her Medicines adjusted and the get the dosages right. And so some days she's more sad or more off than others. And today is one of those days. And our dog, who normally sits on the couch while we record the show, went over and sat next to her.
1: Yeah. Like she ju- knows.
0: Like just kind of knew, like, I gotta be, I gotta be over here for this person. And I was telling Callie, the first time that Ellie starts crying because of like something that can be controlled. You know, now she cries cause she's uncomfortable. Her diaper's dirty or whatever, right. but the first time like she can be comforted and Lily walks up to her and like rests her head on her lap or like paws at her or something. Oh my gosh, my heart's going to explode.
1: <laughs> my name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for ways to meet virtually. I really hate in-person meetings. I I would be so happy if in-person meetings never came back. Um, I don't really love meetings at all, but I do love the Zoom meetings a lot better.
0: The in-person meetings just aren't efficient because no. everybody wa- everybody gets in. There's small talk. Oh, how you been? I haven't seen you, blah, blah, blah. You got to do all that small talk. And then you get started. And then you have the meeting. And then there's like always a tangent or two. If there was just a way to, to say, hey, we're going to have a meeting, but no small talk. It starts at 12.05, get in the room at 12, at 12.05, I'm just going to start talking about the spreadsheets. We
1: actually have a boss at work that says this meeting is going to be 15 minutes. We have a lot to accomplish. Let's go. And just right out of the gate. And she tells people that before. So when they show up, they know, you know, they're going to be there for 15 minutes and then they're out the door. And if we're not done with the meeting, she's like, all right, you got to get home. See ya.
0: Get your, so you walk into that meeting with a clean notepad and a pen out ready to go. No. How have you been? How's your, how's your son? Is he doing little league this year? None of that. That's awesome. Speaking
1: of calls, meetings, whatever, Jeff and I have had an abnormal amount of calls the past two weeks. And this is something that Jeff used to do kind of by himself, um, because he's really like the marketing business guy. And I'm more of like, the feedback. I don't know. I don't really know what I do. Sometimes (laughs) I don't know what my contribution is. Um, maybe mine's more like execution
0: of things. I think we're, we're sorting out the structure, but I, I think, yeah, without going like way down into the weeds about it, like every business did, we pivoted a little bit. And I think during that pivot, I was navigating the ship. Like I was trying to figure out where we would be able to keep making money, doing the show, doing this, doing that. And you were certainly, you know, like doing all the merchandise and there was stuff that you were doing. But then a month or two ago or three or four, however long ago it was, beginning of the year, maybe we're like, okay, that's our destination. And we're both like... Rowing in that direction. Mm -hmm. So now we have more defined roles, which has you more involved, which means you're on more of the calls.
1: I just was thinking after, well, I'll tell you what I was thinking after this call the other day. Every call that I'm on that I say, and I don't know if it's because I am new to calls or it's not people that I'm around or like everyone that we're on the phone with. It's definitely smarter than I am.
0: But every that time. That is not true. Why are you so insecure about that?
1: Well, I just mean in different ways. Like we were on the phone last week with this super smart guy that knows all about logistics and stuff. And I just hearing him and his experience, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so intimidated right now. And then we had one the other day with someone who's like super into numbers and data and all this stuff, which I also am not good at at all. And I feel like in every meeting we've had, I've said a sentence or two that either no one has responded to or they've glossed over or whatever. And I feel so dumb on these calls. Like I, I have a couple train of thoughts, trains of thought. One of them is, should I even be on the calls? yes. And I feel like I should because, you know, learning and all that kind of stuff. Yes. But number two, should I just like be on mute or do I need to get used to participating? Yes. And build my confidence through participating? Because right now I feel like I don't need to be on the calls. And I- I've texted Jeff after this calls, by the way, and said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Like, I second guess every single word out of my mouth.
0: Meanwhile, cause we do the calls in the same house, but two separate locations. Cause we decided that sitting next awkwardly close to each other, it looks terrible. It's weird. And now that K- Callie, um, bought her like little target desk and set up her little office in, in the corner. Uh, it looks professional mm-hmm. now, like she's not doing it from the dining room table. And then I have the studio. So we do them in two separate locations number one, you're completely in your own head because at no point during the call have I ever thought Callie should not have said that. Okay. Or, or have I ever thought, oh, that was dumb ever. That's yeah. never happened. Um, and you know, I would call you out if, <laughs> if you did it, like, I would be like, that was too much information or yeah. that was, they didn't need to know that or whatever. Right. Right. Just like you would to me. You know, like you're like, I don't think you've said that to me before. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we should have gone down that road or we shouldn't go down that road. So that's number one. Number two, I need some advice on how to hype you up because your resume is so impressive and you're comparing them yourselves to these people who have done great work, right? They do terrific work. Mm -hmm. But you are on par with them when you work for a national TV network. And when the pandemic hit, they cut the staff on your show, not cut them, but assigned people to work from home of what, like 90% of the staff, would you say? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You were the ones, you were so essential that you were one of the 10% that stayed. And while you stayed, they gave you additional and different duties because they knew you were capable of doing it. Yeah. Okay. That's a big deal. Two, in your previous job, I don't, I think, and I think it's because, maybe it's because it was the music industry because I have a hard time. I had for a long time a very difficult time appreciating radio Mm -hmm. for being a real job. Mm Mm-hmm. So it might be difficult, like your job was, you know, organizing concerts and making sure details were taken care of related to appearances by big musical acts, Mm -hmm. right? And I think maybe the fact that it was, quote, just a concert makes it different in your head. But you organize something that thousands of people attended where millions of dollars were transacted. With 50 moving parts, at least.
1: Here's what may help me.
0: Flawlessly.
1: It may help me to define what my role is. Because I think since I don't know when I do speak up, it's, I feel weird about it. Like, what do you see my role is? Because I feel like your role is so crystal clear. Like, Jeff is like the money numbers guy. Like, he you know, finds us clients and finds us business and talks numbers and negotiates and then brings it to the table. Like, what do I do?
0: I, to me, your role is so crystal clear that this is almost comical.
1: Seriously? Yes. Because I was thinking after we got off that call the other day, I'm like, I have no idea what my role in this is.
0: You are, you're gonna, are you being serious? No, I'm
1: dead serious. Because I was like, am I here to be like a Jeff cheerleader? not a Jeff cheerleader, but to like yeah. cheer on our business. Cause I don't know what business value I bring to the table. Um, not as a job description, you know what I mean? Like when we were doing press kits and stuff like that, yes, I can go through, I make my notes, I do my thing, but what is my actual role? Like if someone said, what is your division of responsibilities? What do you do? What does Callie do? What do I do?
0: You are talent management you are management. You are the overseer of the gazillion moving parts that, that go into whatever project we're attempting to undertake.
1: So you would be like.
0: So when we're on these calls in an ideal world, like if this was your full-time job, if we become successful enough that you, and by the way, I just want to say, I almost said blessed enough. But I swapped that in my head because I think people- Because
1: we're working really hard. We're
0: working really, really hard. And I I heard somebody say that like on an Instagram story or something. And I'm like, don't say that you're blessed because you're busting your butt. Yeah. Yeah." So when we become successful enough that we're able to replace your benefits and your salary comfortably and you can quit your job now, Mm -hmm. then- you, your full-time role will be connector of dots talent management and the talent is is going to be me cuz i'm going to be brainstorming big ideas with with other podcasters with other brands and with marketing companies and talent's going to be other podcasters talent you're going to be the people person who connects all of those things and says, okay, we just had an hour long brain dump with Jeff. What really spoke to you in that? And then you come back to me and go, here are the five. So is
1: that a job or is that an assistant?
0: That's a job.
1: Okay. So if we were doing, like I was sketching out what our eventual website will be. So you would be founder and like talent acquisition or like founder or whatever. And I would be founder talent manager.
0: No, I, I think, I don't, know. I don't I'm, know.
1: I'm just trying to figure out how to explain it in a way that makes sense. Because I think when you're able to kind of define something, it gives you a better idea of what kind of path you're on instead. You know what I mean? Because it can I be, think- it's weird driving with no direction. You know what I mean? If you're like, okay, I'm on the freeway. I'm driving from Atlanta. I'm going to Nashville. I know where I'm going and I might take detours. I don't know what gas station I'm stopping at, whatever, but I know where I'm going and I know what kind of car I drive.
0: Okay. And this is so funny to me because you have defined your role so many times to me in relation to me, to other people you've worked with, to to talent that you used to work with when you worked for the management firm, all of that stuff. I would say that if we were to have a website my dis- job description would be like creative director
1: mm-hmm. or
0: something like that and you would be CEO. Oh, okay. Because you're the person who's going to you're the person who wrangles the room full of cats. Yeah. And makes stuff happen. You're going to be the one who who executes the plans that takes the jumble of plans and then says, okay, let's be realistic. This is how many months we have to do this. This is what we want our goal to be. It's not realistic. Let's change something, Like that's going to be you, Mm
1: -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's really funny how sometimes we can't see ourselves as clearly as other people can see. And I know we've talked about a lot about imposter syndrome, but I think it goes, it's, it's a, I don't know. I think it is totally acceptable to ask someone in your life, how do you view me in this? It might give you a different perspective yeah. on how you view and someone that doesn't blow smoke. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that you want to ask an employee of yours what you look like. You
0: are terrible. Or you're
1: oh, Cause people will fluff you. But if you have a neutral coworker or whatever to sit down with someone else and say, Hey, what is my role and what do my contributions look like from the outside looking in? Cause I'm trying yeah. to like, you know, define that a little more and it would really help me know where I'm going. If I can know how it's perceived that I contribute right now.
0: Okay. First of all, your dad has been hitting you up for months now to take that personality test.
1: Oh, I know. Oh, I got to do that. Okay. I'll email him about
0: that today. I think that will be super, super helpful for you. And two, I'm going to work on a way to hype you up because I don't think, I think you're where I was years ago where I'm like, I'm just a funny radio guy.
1: Right. I'm just whatever. Fill in the blank.
0: I'm just the person who's on the call. So because it's the Callie and Jeff company and Callie should be there too. Yeah. You're not. So, I need to find a way to to hype you up, but I think you should your homework for this weekend is uh to track down that personality test your dad wants you to okay. take and and see what you could learn about yourself. Okay, cool. I feel so bad.
1: Oh, the personality test by the way, if we haven't discussed this before. Um my dad is Would you call him a consultant? I don't even know technically what he calls himself, but he is um credentialed. He has the credentials to be able to administer a couple of different personality tests. He does a lot of coaching and stuff like that uh for like, you know, big companies and um executives and and things of that nature. So he asked me if he could administer this test to me and thought it might be cool for the show. So I am going to email him today or text him or whatever.
0: I'm going to get in touch with dad, him today. I'm going to my dad today. I'm going to have a Zoom meeting with him yes. today. Speaking of your dad, um the With The suggestions that we got about nicknames for him, because he doesn't want to be grandpa, because it- Makes him feel old. Makes him feel old. Uh, We got so many of them. You'll hear them at the end of the show. They're on yesterday's episode, too. Like, you know, Paw Paw and Pop Pop. And um, I think somebody had one, Nanner, which I thought was-
1: That's funny. funny.
0: Which I thought was funny. But here's what was consistent with all of the messages. None of us have a vote.
1: Oh, because the kid will call you what they want to call you?
0: Ellie will decide. And it, and at that point, that's what it is. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. So she could decide that his name is Bleep Blurp. And for the rest of his life, he will be Bleep Blurp.
1: Maybe and, she'll decide his name is Lionel Richie.
0: And it could be Lionel Richie. I did tell him when I saw him yesterday, I said, uh, we have initiated a policy in this family now that if you would like to submit a name change request, We'll get you an application and it requires a $350 contribution to Ellie's savings account.
1: Did he think that was funny? Uh, Like, did he laugh at you and you were like, no, I'm serious.
0: I think it'll probably just make him think twice before, you know, willy nilly changing his name again. Yeah. BetterHelp does all the heavy lifting when it comes to getting started with therapy. I tell people when people ask about how to find a therapist, I tell people that when they do find someone to talk to, give that relationship, three appointments, three sessions to figure out if you guys are vibing, if you guys are on the same page, if it feels comfortable talking to that person. And if after three appointments, it doesn't, it's time to find a new therapist. And that can sometimes be awkward, especially if you're a people pleaser and you don't want to say like, eh, this isn't working out. How about this? If you're a better help patient and you aren't happy with your therapist, you let BetterHelp know. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they will make it easy for you to change counselors. They've got you. It's time for you to get started on your mental wellness journey with therapy or counseling from BetterHelp today. I want you to start living a happier life today because you're an Upside listener. You're going to get 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash Upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Upside. Head over there today.
1: Third Love is the only place that I will buy my bras. And I tell all of my friends to go buy their bras from Third Love because they are so comfortable and the fit. Is unlike anything I've ever experienced. And I know that sounds really silly, but I am challenging you. I will issue a challenge to go to thirdlove.com/slash upside and take the fitting room quits. They're going to ask you questions about your current bra and how it fits, not generic questions, very specific questions that you will be like, what? Really? Then they will recommend what third love size fits you best, right? When you get that bra and you wear it and you switch back to your old bra, you will feel a noticeable difference in the fit. It is unlike anything I've ever experienced and you got to try it to really know what I'm talking about. And those of you who have ordered your third love bras, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My favorite is the classic t-shirt bra. It is not only so comfortable, it is so well fitting and I love this company. Every third love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch free band, meaning there's no tag on it. Their logo is printed right on the bra. They have foam cups from AA to I, including half cups and band sizes 30 to 48. They also have a lounge by Third Love line, and those come in sizes extra small through 3X, and it is all in the quality and fit you expect from Third Love. Third Love knows your one true fit is out there, so right now they're offering upside listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/upside now to find your perfect-fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/upside for 20% off today.
0: I'm just trying to eat healthier. I'm not following anything hardcore like paleo or keto or gluten-free. I'm not vegan, but I do want healthier snack choices. If you are though, either restricted for health reasons to a certain diet or you're trying to follow a certain diet for healthy purposes and, you know, lose weight or get into shape, know this. Shopping with Thrive Market makes that so easy. You can shop by diet category. So if you are keto, you can just pull that down in the menu and it'll show you all the keto grocery options. Paleo, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO. And if you are trying to be healthier around your house with the cleaning products that you choose, You can select BPA-free. Also, things like Fair Trade Certified, non-GMO, all of that stuff can be sorted at thrivemarket.com so you can shop smart and healthy and sustainable. People who are Thrive Market members save an average of $32 on every order. You can get a one-month membership for $9.95 or a 12-month membership for $59.95, which only works out to be $5 a month. Join Thrive Market today. You'll get $20 off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash upside to get the exclusive offer. $20 off your first order and a free gift. You're not going to get this anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside today.
1: Today's quote of the day is... We tend to forget that happiness doesn't come as a result of getting something we don't have, but rather of recognizing and appreciating what we have.
0: Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Number one, this is, this story, I think I almost should have pulled this out of three random things and made it like a big story for us to talk about. Okay. But the United States has one of the highest levels of parental burnout in the world. According to a recent study, the reason why parents are feeling an intense exhaustion, the reason why parents are feeling detached from their children, the reason why parents are lacking confidence in their parenting abilities any guesses? I have no idea. Social media. The Mm, cult of the perfect parent puts more and more pressure on parents. Yeah. So you follow other parents, you follow other moms on instagram or whatever and their house is clean their car's not covered in you know goldfish and you know trash their kids are always perfectly dressed and whatnot and then you feel pressure to keep up with that forgetting that other people only post the best of the best moments.
1: There was a celebrity trend going on a couple of years ago that I thought was awesome. And something about celebrities doing it just makes it better because you're like, Oh, your life is not as totally shiny as I think it is in my head. And it makes you feel better. And they were calling it the real, real, like the R E A L R E E L. Oh yeah. the Real, real. And they were posting things about their messy life. Like one of them was like, all right, it is four o'clock PM my kid just went down for a nap. I haven't showered yet. And I'm wearing dirty clothes from yesterday. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And it's so cool to see people being like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Things I, are a mess.
0: I have an idea along the, those lines that I don't know how to make it like a groundswell thing that everybody just starts to do, but for parents, because we're certainly guilty of it. Like we only post the cutest pictures of the smoosh and
1: that is not true. I, on my Instagram stories, I post the mess.
0: I know, but like the the static posts and like generally speaking.
1: Yes, okay. you're right.
0: I think there should be like, what, what if there is a project called, I kind of, I don't know. This is just, I'm just brainstorming here. What if there's a project called like the four, the 445 project and every day. At 4.45 p.m., you just take a picture of whatever you're looking at because then there's no control over whether or not your kid is even dressed, you know, like has maple syrup. Like if you look at Ellie at 4.45 p.m., there is a chance that she has avocado in her hair.
1: She had it, I think, um, stuck in one of her eyelashes and like in her ear yesterday. (laughs) Oh, and she had a poppy seed up her nose.
0: Yeah. So like, but like every day. of whatever. And like the
1: dog was like, you know, not like spitting up on the floor. You know how dogs spit up sometimes. They're just like, oh, I have some spit right here. <laughs> and we're like in the middle of eating dinner. And like three days worth of dishes are in the sink because we've been busy with work this week. And
0: or like just a, just a plant
1: s- dying in the corner.
0: I, I'll i tell you what. Do you know what kind of plant that is?
1: No, but it's amazing. I'll have to ask my girlfriend. My a girlfriend sent me this. House plant for my birthday years ago, and we have managed to keep it alive somehow. And it's so funny because it—you can tell when it's getting a little sad and droopy, and all you do is pour one glass of water in that thing, and an hour later, it's like brrr, like back to life, a hundred percent.
0: I almost to next time it gets droopy, I want to do a time lapse on it and then pour the oh, water. Oh, that'd be in, funny. Uh-huh. Pour the water into it because it's such a great feeling because it makes me feel like. Dr. Sanjay Gupta, because it just, it's right on the verge of not going to make it. And then I intervene. You're the hero. And it comes back to life and it's thriving. Yeah. Like six hours later.
1: You and Sanjay Gupta, you know, you guys have a lot in common. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Um, should we get him on the show?
1: We should. And I actually was reading this thing. Um Today he has he was doing a coronavirus podcast.
0: Yeah, that's what I was asking. His new podcast.
1: His new podcast um is super interesting. What's the name of it? It's a great name.
0: Um, it's based on his book, which is right over your right shoulder.
1: It's about the brain. It's about what is it? It's not keep sharp. It's like, it's basically about getting back into life and like reinvigorating your life, which is great timing out of a coronavirus podcast to yeah. pivot into what's next. But I think its podcast starts next week. So we should, well, it's the same podcast, different name. Um, we should get him on to talk about that kind of stuff. Cause it's fascinating. If you don't know who Dr. Sanjay Gupta is, he is a brilliant neurosurgeon. He is also a journalist and he's just a really cool guy to be honest. And, um, he's really great at explaining things. So he can tell you the science behind things in our brain. It's awesome.
0: And I, and we could, he and I could swap stories about saving lives. Yeah. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, if you're a grumpy, this is my second random thing. If you're a grumpy, cynical person, good for you because grumps are better negotiators. They're better decision makers and they actually have a lower risk of having a heart attack, which I totally get. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I create stress, so much stress on myself because I have to make a decision and I put it off because I know that like what I'm going to decide is going to make one person sad or something. So I I put it off and that definitely, you know, increases your stress. Also, um, you're better decision makers because you don't really care too much if you you hurt someone and better negotiators because you always look for yourself first. So um, my third random thing, don't go to bed mad is an advice that couples get when they first start dating. And a recent study says that's actually true. What? Jeff and
1: I do not agree with this rule.
0: No. People who resolve their arguments before the end of the day can almost completely erase the stress the argument creates. Researchers found that issues are better faced and resolved rather than being allowed to simmer overnight. I totally disagree. I disagree because sometimes you need...
1: It's the same thing as being really mad about an email that you get and then immediately responding. Like, yeah. whereas if you wait, then you really know what you want to say. And you, I at least am a way more effective communicator after I've had time to to sit on it.
0: We got in an argument about something and we actually made the intent. Remember, it was a couple of weeks ago or maybe a month or two ago. And it was something that we were fighting about. And we actually said, you know what? Let's just deal with this tomorrow. Let's table it. Let's table it. Because it was one of those arguments where you're just going around in a circle.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember what it was about, do you?
1: No, I don't.
0: I remember you were wrong. I remember that part of it. Do
1: you remember where I smacked you in the face?
0: <laughs> Violence is never the answer. <laughs> those are my three random things.
1: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you.
0: Mother's Day is this Sunday. If you are not following Callie Dollar on Instagram, you need to because she's organized a really great giveaway with our friends at Brown & Company Jewelers.
1: This is for my Atlanta girls. And what we are doing is I have this amazingly beautiful, awesome David Yerman necklace that Jeff gave for me, gave for me, weird, gave to me when Ellie was born. It has an E on it. And we're going to be giving away one of those initial necklaces. What you need to do is go visit one of the Brown and Company locations in the Atlanta area. They have a store in Roswell. They have a store in Buckhead. And, um... Yeah, you'll go and make a wish list. We have all the details on the Brown and Company Instagram page, and it's also on my Instagram page at Callie Dollar. Callie and Jeff, it's Jamie from Delaware, just calling about the grandparent naming. Um, My parents went through the same thing with their first grandchild. They did not feel old enough to be a grandma or grandpa or mom or papa. So they came up with Teeny and
0: Moose.
1: And Teeny is because my mother liked to drink martinis. And Moose is from, my dad visited Colorado and really liked Moose drool beer. I swear they're not alcoholic. Um, but I know your father, Callie, likes wine, so he could be like Vino or something. Other names on our family are Mamma and me Mima and Pa. So, you know, how about it, be creative. I'm with your dad. He's too young to be a grandpa. All right. Bye. Warby Parker is revolutionizing the eyewear experience. So this is super cool, right? You go to warbyparker.com slash upside. And there's a quiz that you can take on there that will show you the best eyewear, eyeglasses, sunglasses, whatever, for your face and for what you're looking for, right? They'll show you all these great options. They will ship you for free five-pair of glasses to try out at home and like get a feel and a vibe for if you actually like them because you can live in them for a couple of days. And I have five pair of Warby Parker glasses. I love them. I have been a customer of theirs for years, long before they were an advertiser on our show. So I'm so proud to have them on our show because I believe in what they're doing. And I love that their pricing is so affordable because their glasses start at $95. And I don't mean $95 plus a secret $200 to get your prescription filled. I mean, $95. You are going to love this company. They're one of my favorite companies, and I'm so proud to endorse them. Try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try on at home for free for five days. There is zero obligation to buy. It ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label, so the whole process is super super easy. And you can find glasses that you love. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at WarbyParker.com/slash upside. Again, that's WarbyParker.com/slash upside.
0: Me Undies believes that comfort is more. Than just what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your own skin. And that's why MeUndies Undies not only uses sustainable, breathable, soft as heck fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside and out. Now, when Me Undies came on board the Upside a few weeks ago, I went online and ordered some Me Undies underwear. As a matter of fact, I'm wearing it right now. And If I'm being totally honest, I do feel like I am sitting on a little pillow of delicious cotton candy. I didn't much think of the comfort of underwear because it never really bothered me, but I realize now it's because I never had anything to compare it to. Now that I've got me undies, I don't know that there's going to be any going back. Never leave your couch again with a Me Undies membership. It's a monthly subscription that sends new pairs of underwear right to your door. Each month, you'll get to choose new undies, socks, or a bralette and pick the style and color or print that feels the most right for you. So fun, right? Enjoy discounted pricing, free shipping, and exclusive early access to new launches. Love your butt and get the membership. Me Undies has a great offer for Upside listeners right now. For any first-time buyers, you get 15% off and free shipping, and they've got a problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund it or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. Get your 15% off your of first order and your free shipping by going to MeUndies.com slash Upside. That's MeUndies.com slash Upside.
1: Hey, guys, I was listening to the May 5th episode, and you're talking about bacon sandwich. First of all, I feel like they really should have given you more details on that. Um, But growing up, my mom is from Chicago. My dad is from Texas. So I do not know if this is a regional thing or not or which parent it comes from. But um, we would do toast with bacon and jelly on it. And it's like the savory, salty, sweet. It is so good i have never tried it, I highly recommend. That's the only thing I can possibly think of of just, like, a bacon sandwich besides, like, a BLT and stuff like that. But just wanted to throw it out there for y'all. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Liz. A bacon sandwich is one of my kids' favorites to eat. We do lightly toasted bread, mayonnaise, and bacon. They don't really like lettuce and tomato, or they don't like it with bacon or on a sandwich because then it gets warm because of the toast. And you want to toast the bread a little bit because plain bread can get a little gummy with, um, once you bite into it with just bacon, um, but it is delicious and we highly recommend it. Hey guys, listening to today's episode about what Callie's dad would like to be called. My son was the first grandchild and my father wanted to be called grandpa, but he couldn't say grandpa. So my son, would call him Peepaw and therefore now my dad is Peepaw because that's how my son could say grandpa and my mom is Mimi. So uh, I think it's kind of fun to let the first grandchild kind of decide what they're going to be called. So there you go. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey, this is Tara and today I'm grateful that it finally stopped raining. I'm listening to Monday's episode where Kelly is talking about not being able to go to Ellie's appointment, and I wanted to give you an idea in case you haven't already thought of this. So it's too late for this appointment, but maybe the next one. Even better than texting is you can FaceTime, and that's what we do. Doctors generally, especially for pediatricians, don't have any objection to that, and that way you can actually be in the room real time and answer questions and hear what the doctor says, and at least feel like in some way that you're actually there. Hope that helps. Love y'all. Bye. I'm a food as medicine coach, and I will tell you, watercress, number one food, we actually have our patients eat it multiple times a day if you have diabetes. It is one of the highest mineral-rich lettuces, and it does not look like sprouts. It looks like butter lettuce. It usually comes in its own container that has the roots in it. And most grocery stores carry it, but yeah, definitely one of the most mineral and vitamin dense lettuces on the market. Does too many things for the body for me to name off right now, but should definitely be in your fridge and add it into any salad if you don't want a plain watercress salad. All right, love y'all. Bye.
0: Life is short. We spend so much time sweating the small stuff, worrying, wishing, wanting, waiting for something bigger. Instead of focusing on the simple blessings that surround us every day, life is so fragile and it takes a single moment to change everything you take for granted. Focus on what's important and be grateful.